0: That what you that little diadrive you just oh, yeah. did like yeah. jumping before we jump into it. Done. Just to say. Love it. That's yep. a great idea. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to
1: another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Rife. And I'm Alex McLean. And today we're gonna to be talking about how we're gonna be keeping people safe post-COVID uh, in the event space with with PPE. Um, so before we get into our bullet list, we've got some some suggestions, some ways that we think that that um, we'll first see this. We just wanted to um, to have a uh, an h2 if you will um, about how we see this happening so um, it's a whole new world Uh, as of recording this it is june 17th and the events world has not even begun to claw back to life yet Um, there are going to be a tremendous amount of changes strategies regulations problems solutions technology like it is going to be a ever-evolving conversation um, so I think I would first say that this is very, um, very literally our first scratch at this. Um, and we expect we'll probably do a, a bunch of these um, podcasts touching back on, you know, like events industry in a post COVID-19
0: I mean, world. Things are going to change. Yeah. And we know that. And things are going to probably continue to change pretty rapidly over the next 12 to 18 months. Um, so we're here to try and keep you up to date on what is the, the latest information going around. So some of these today are gonna to be pretty obvious, um, and that's just because we haven't really gotten into, as Pat said, into the events uh, world yet. Um, they haven't restarted, so we haven't, I'm sure there are problems are going to uh, to rear their head and we will be here to, to keep you informed when they happen. Yeah. Um, so to kick things off, um, just proper sanitation. Again, this seems really obvious, but if you're having an in-person event, it doesn't matter if it's 10 people or it's 50 or it's significantly larger than that, you need to have hand sanitizer everywhere. It's going to make people feel safe. They might not use it. You might find that you have a whole lot of half empty bottles at the end of it, and that's great. You can reuse it for other events, uh, but it needs to be there just to make people feel safe and feel comfortable. Yeah. And shout out to Photo
1: Bus KC, um, our friends that run a photo booth company out in Kansas City. They are uh, currently pioneering their new post-COVID product, which are uh, branded hand sanitizer stations. So there's going to be a lot of clever ways to get that um, into your space. Um, Daisy chaining off of that, It's not a lot different, but sanitizing wipes, um, obviously hand sanitizer is is really specialized with uh, an alcohol blend to get on your hands, get you clean and then dry off really quickly. Uh, In the same sense, uh, sanitizing wipes are are going to be critical. Um, Surfaces will need to be wiped down. Um, There will be like a chain of command for any type of thing That would have been touchable and um, and and most of your guests by having this stuff there is it's just going to provide a level of comfort and what we can't do is we can't know where everyone's anxieties are going to be we will never be able to know where all of our um, attendees guests anxieties are going to be so the goal is to present enough um, enough PPE enough that you're displaying and how things are set up, so that way any type of guest is gonna is gonna feel as comfortable as possible.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Pat. I mean, again, it's about making your guests feel comfortable uh, more than maybe anything. Obviously, keeping them safe. Those are the two most important things, and uh, having some visual indicators that you're taking it seriously uh, is going to be important. Along those same lines, is having masks available. you I know, mean, depending what state you're in, depending what county or even city you're in, uh, masks may or may not be mandatory. Some people are gonna feel more comfortable having them on than others. Um, having a basket of masks at the beginning of the event when people enter or spread out throughout, uh, not dissimilar to how you would have like trash cans uh, or something like that, uh, stationed throughout, uh, selectively stationed throughout the event is gonna be really important. And I think actually Pat mentioned something earlier that things, uh a good point. You can make it fun. Um, your hand sanitizer doesn't have to be a big bottle of Purell on the table. Your sanitizing wipes don't have to be a Lysol branded Big thing of light of uh, sanitizing wipes. You don't have to have plain white masks. Yeah. You can have fun with it. You can get branded things made um, to make it part of the theme of your event or uh, in uh, congruence with your your company brand or whatever it is that you're doing at your event. Um, so again, you know, don't be afraid to have fun with it a little bit. Um, people need to feel safe, but also people aren't robots. Yeah. Uh, so you know, color it up, make it fun. Yeah.
1: And I think that we're probably gonna see a absolute barrage of really uh, on theme, on trend um, solutions, whether it's masks or whether it's hand sanitizer bottles, right? You know, like they're gonna come in mason jars with little ropes tied around them for your tablescapes. scapes. Um, you know, like the masks are gonna be his and hers tuxedo style or hers and hers or whatever the case may be. Um, I think we'll see a ton of products that come in um, to ease off the weirdness of implementing a lot of those, um, those products. Um, so the, the next thing, and, and this is going to be something that is um, probably feel out when it comes to um, consumer events, you know, your, your bar mitzvahs and, and, and weddings and, and, and you know, 50th birthday parties. Um, whereas in, in the B2B space, um, it's going to be absolutely mandatory, yeah. um, but it's infrared thermometers. So infrared thermometers are a great low touch way for you to be able to make sure that everyone that's coming into the space is okay to be there. Um, Obviously that's something that needs to be talked through uh, because you need to figure out how you're going to um, approach people when they arrive and and have them comply and feel good and not violated about it. And um, you're also going to need a plan in place for when someone's temperature uh, is uh, as an indicator that they can't attend. You need to figure out how you're gonna send them home um, yeah. with, with maybe some kind of catered uh, bag of food and swag or something along those lines. But um, it's important for you to make a plan for it so that way um, you can keep everyone safe, um, but also so um, you
0: have a tactful way um, to send the sickie home. Yeah, and just to tack on to that, um, everyone who works in the staff and all of your vendors need to know what your plan is just in case someone has a fever is what you don't want is again it's just a recipe for disaster everyone needs to be on the same page everyone needs to know what the protocols are uh, to make sure that the guests don't have a bad experience and your employees um, or uh, event staff don't have a bad experience Um, and also just as a general rule of thumb assuming your budget allows more is always better with all of these things you don't want to run out of hand sanitizer you don't want to run out of wipes you don't want to run out of masks and you definitely don't want to have uh, so few thermometers that it causes an issue with people trying to come into your event. You want it to be fast and you want to have a lot of it. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, proper spacing and diagramming. Um, you can use all seated, you can use social tables, you can use diagramming paper, it doesn't matter. Have a plan so that things are spread out in a way that it's easier for people to move around and they don't feel like they have to be right on top of each other. Yep. Uh, it's your responsibility as the event planner to make sure that those things go... Uh, smoothly. I know it's already on your radar, but now it's probably even more important than it's ever been before. So don't forget it or let it th- slip through because it's an easy thing for people to complain about and it's a really easy thing for people to avoid. Yeah. Um, last point. So I think that one of the things that we're looking
1: at is, um, is, is thinking critically about the personnel that you have at your event. Um, how, how many people do you actually need? Are there things that you can substitute in so that way you can control that environment? You know, like ultimately what you're talking about is, um, is bringing X amount of bodies in and when you, when you think about which of those are mandatory versus which of those um, could potentially be subbed out with something else um, is, a, is, a, is a very uh, linear way to just make sure that you're not letting uh, your attendance numbers get completely out of hand. Um, one of the ways that we're dealing with that is um, we, we've got products that, that don't require um, staffing and, and for us it's it's kind of twofold. On, on one side it's um, the, the, the problem of figuring out how we send staff into broad environments and expose them uh, as much as it is uh, a problem for our clients to figure out You know, do, do we need all of these additional uh, event attendees to be coming in, helping make something that, that potentially could be operated on its own um, work simply.
0: Just last bonus point consider taking your event virtual or doing smaller satellite events. If it doesn't, if you don't need 10,000 people to be together for your event to happen, think about trying to spread it out throughout the country in smaller cities, smaller events, where everyone teleconferences into the speakers. Um, or again, just taking the entire thing virtual. I mean, that's the reason that we built PixieWeb. Um, and that's not a plug, it's why we built it. Uh, so like things like that are important. So just kind of have that as a backup plan, um, just in case things, Uh, go south. I mean, we don't know, again, we don't know what the next 12 to 18 months hold, so you should probably be prepared for anything. So have two or three or four contingency plans always. And if you are planning an event right now, uh, whether you're looking for KN95s,
1: three poly masks, full face shields, or infrared thermometers, um, you can actually head over to ppe.pixelated.com. We were able to partner with uh, with Sussman and Han to offer Um, PPE, uh, specifically for the events industry to all of our subscribers and clients. So please feel free to go and check that out. Um, And that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Before you go, please remember to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us make sure that you get the next episode delivered to you when it's published and also uh, helps us find more listeners. So um, this is Patrick Reif. Until next time, peace. See ya. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.